0: everybody, this is Gratitude Unfiltered. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund. Welcome, I'm super excited about tonight. Oh, I need to mess with this banner. So, tonight this is a little bit different. We are live on <laughs> so many platforms. Really quick, I wanna give a shout out to a brand new audience. What's up Periscope? What's up YouTube Live? What's up Smashcast? And I'm in Periscope too. I think I said it's Periscope already. I'm really excited because I've been tinkering around tinkering around with some things, and I'm learning some new tricks for the show. So I'm really, really excited about this. This is the first time I want to get these ugly banners off. It's driving me nuts. How do I get this off? Um, there we go. It's gone like that. Magic. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Um, that song got me pumped up. I love that song, uh, <laughs> Panama by Van Halen. It reminds me of... Uh, It reminds me of a really good time in my life with uh, my sisters and or actually my youngest sister Nikki so every time I think of Van Halen and the 1984 album I think of that so um, everybody what's up Nicole Jeffrey good to see you guys now you can join the conversation I think you guys can comment on Periscope or YouTube and I think I'll be able to see it um, on here I've got some new software and I'm excited. I'm still using StreamYard. I love StreamYard, but they have some new capabilities. um, And we're now on some new platforms. I mean, it's just, it's fun. It's amazing what technology has uh, has provided for us. Like we all have an opportunity. I mean, here's the deal. Filming for TV is great. But I got to be honest with you, everybody's on social media anyway, when people are on TV, when, when I'm sorry, when the people are watching TV, they they're on Facebook anyway, or they're on Twitter. That, like that's what they're doing. Like you're, who, okay, I'll, please comment on this. Yeah, I do, I'm digging StreamYard. But how many of you do this? When you're watching a TV show, you're still hanging out on Facebook, and you're probably watching Facebook Live, are you not? And here's the other deal. Being on TV doesn't mean you're getting paid. It doesn't mean that you're getting a bunch of money. It doesn't mean that. Yeah, it's cool. But all of these new streaming like platforms, oh my gosh, it is insane. All of the all of what's available for us. So, like all of you guys that are dreaming about like being a TV host, rethink the logic there. There may be more available for you just putting everything you can into a Ha, uh-oh, so I lost all the comments, that was fun. Man, okay, that was the first time I was on the wrong internet connection, that's on me. So yeah, I rarely watch TV. So anyway, this is all available for everybody. And that, I think that that's exciting. So, you know, you, there's nothing to stop you from getting sponsors for your show. There's nothing to, to, to stop you from being on multiple platforms. Like all of this is available for you guys. And that stinks that my feed got cut. Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Um, so I really mean this. Like, I, I, I know so many of you want to have podcasts. And so many of you want that this desire to be on television. There's just a lot available for you. And, and, I, and I'm really excited about these new platforms. That Because one of the things I just signed up for is actually to go live in Russia, because I really want to go to Russia. And then also in Europe, like all over Europe. Um, They have a thing for Australia, in Japan, in China. I have to figure out how to read Chinese first to figure out how to get on the Chinese platform. But all that's available. So it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited about StreamYard. Um, So we have a show today about service. And I think you guys are gonna really enjoy the perspective um, on service that this is about. And as you guys know, I'm reading The Way of the Warrior uh, by Erwin McManus and it's just been a, an amazing experience to read and so I've been the, these late last few shows have been of me reading uh, like my notes from from the book and just commenting on it and you guys have been really really amazing with the feedback um, I can't so I don't know how I'm still learning how to see this screen because there's comments coming on one from different platforms uh, which is kind of cool. So you guys tell me where you're from, uh, because there is a new audience here and I would like, love to see you guys. So tell me where you're from, um, and welcome to the show, but this is an interactive show for the new audience. We love questions, love comments. Um, I love it. it just, we have the Facebook has been amazing. Uh, facebook.com. You can check out facebook.com slash gratitude or facebook.com slash J Berglund. And you can join on the conversation or you can comment from where, what platform you're on now but Facebook is just where this all started and it's a very engaging group and it's a lot of fun. And uh, so you guys are wanna participate on the show. You guys make this show. I'm not having guests. Uh, I'm not scheduling any more guests for a long time and uh, I have a lot of fun. So you guys kind of participate and become the guest of the show when you interact and you comment, and you ask questions. So we'll have fun with this. But this is, uh, this is called finding honor and service. the warrior lives in the paradox between service and greatness the warrior is always first a servant a life of service does not diminish the pursuit of greatness the warrior must walk with both humility and ambition the warrior does not serve because they cannot i'm sorry the warrior does not serve because they cannot leave lead you cannot lead without serving Every day the warrior must pursue excellence. And I put a little side note here about management. How do we care for what we have? So last night um, I was reading, I, I was listening to this audio. And you know how we all pray? Like, I, I would suggest those of us who pray. Thank you, Rhonda. Those of us who pray, and we usually pray for things like, God, will you bless me financially? God, will you bless me with helping me get out of debt. Uh, will you bless the health of you know, this family member? But you know, I, last night I said on the show, I said, God will not, you know, God's not gonna give you anything you can't handle. And when people make that statement, we make the mistake of assuming it's just about problems. It's more than problems. God's not gonna give you the money you can't handle either. Now, like with me, I came into some money and I couldn't handle it (laughs) I was tested with it I couldn't handle it and I blew quite a bit of money like a million dollars being an idiot and like I did that in about eight months and I'm not proud of it God I, I, I proved that I couldn't handle it but I've made the mistake of every time hey Chantel good to see you Rhonda good to see you Steven good to see you my man um i've made the mistake of so much with this mindset that god won't give me what i can't handle but i'm thinking about pressure i'm thinking about you know having to dig myself out of a hole or 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 dealing with a trauma or dealing with an issue like that's what i've always believed but i had my eyes open what's up patrick i i had my eyes opened to God won't give me what I can't handle. I pray for a new home. I pray for a home for a family. How am I taking care of the space that I'm in now? Am I making my bed? Am I keeping the floors clean? Am I cleaning the toilets? Or is my bathroom in shambles? Is my bed in shambles? Is my closet in shambles? How am I treating the clothes that I have? How am I treating the car that I have? How am I using the money that I've been blessed to receive? And I think that those are all questions that we can ask ourselves because a lot of us pray for a million dollars, pray for a billion dollars, pray for, you know, having our business take off, right? Getting a bunch of orders. What if you can't handle it? It's interesting. It was a real check for me this morning when I woke up and I was like, did I make my bed? with in excellence is is my space tidy is my space t- tidy am i am i caring am i respecting and loving and honoring my place to to live that i've been blessed, so blessed to to get hey emily good to see you my friend some of god's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers and you know why that matters is because sometimes we just can't handle it. I mean, I, I think about in the journey of I've I've shared this before. Man, I'm not gonna get through all these notes if I keep talking. Um I've shared before, like when I after I gave my life to Christ and I was on this journey, I kept stubbing my toe financially. I'd get to the finish line with like I would get to the finish line of a deal, like a massive life-changing multi-million dollar commission deal to me and it would fall through or an endorsement deal like for the show sponsorship or me having the opportunity to represent a brand and be the spokesperson the last minute fall through god why are you doing this to me god why 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 can't i just catch a break why can't i catch a break is what i keep asking right and I could honestly say, looking back, I wasn't a good steward with what I had. You know, I was still drinking a lot because um, that's what her and I did together. Um, we drank, we drank to tolerate each other, I guess. I don't know, or boredom. But the whole time, God was telling me, "You need to, you need to quit doing that." You need to stop, but I ignored him. And then I wonder, why wasn't I blessed? Now it seems so silly because I think I've learned the lesson. How you do anything is how you do everything. Emily, I was just talking about this yesterday. Um, hey, Ola, turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. It's beautiful. All right, I'm going to keep reading. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> But I think that point is like God will not give us what we cannot handle. And that's with good things because it may not be actually that good for us, but that is just a blanket statement. Like, I don't think there's any duality to God's message meaning, meaning and I think I said that wrong. It just is, you know, like he won't give us, there's no, there's no argument. He's not going to give us what we can handle. There is no duality in that statement. I think I used the right analogy this time. That was so much better than last night when I bombed twice. But there's no argument there. He's not gonna give us what we can't handle. There's no argument. That's amazing. Every day is a competition against who we are yesterday. So I'm speaking to the people that are warriors, the warrior kings, the warrior queens, the people that want or believe that they're a warrior. Every day is a competition against who we were yesterday. What can you do to get better? Again, going back to the statement, do something every day to stretch your faith and you will see God work miracles in your life. That's something I think I say every show, but I mean it. I mean it. Hi, Cinnamon, we are all praying for you, Cinnamon. The tithe, give offerings next according to who God directs, save 20%, spend the rest on bills. That's that's actually the law of, forgot what that law is called. Would you, Rhonda, will you fill us in on that? Um, but do some, we're in competition against ourselves. and I'm gonna get to why in just a second. Because how many of you, I would love your your feedback on this. How many of you see somebody, there's somebody in your scope that you compete with? In other words, there's somebody that you're competitive with and you see what they have, you see their success, and you're competitive with them. Like you look at them as competition. How many of you do that? Very (laughs) curious. The warrior pursues their legend. They pursue the life they know they must live. The battle. What they, okay, I put, so the battle. They must fight. The sacrifice they must make. And so we're talked about the battle, the purpose of the, the they pursue the life they know they must live. The battle. And I put what we are freed from. what we are freed from is what we faced maybe it's our shadow maybe it's our truth maybe it's an addiction maybe it's a what is it what is it what is the what is the giant that you don't want to face what is the giant that you're avoiding facing and but when you face it you're freed from it when you take it on so but that's one of the battles that you're pursuing but the sacrifice that you make also and this is something that I'm experiencing right now is I have to eliminate certain people from my life and I ha- well, I have been eliminating certain people from my life and and sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's like, this doesn't even seem all that logical that I, I need to remove this person from my life. But if they are if they are a reminder of what you've just been set free from, it's definitely a sign that they're not supposed to be in your life. It's like it's like one final test of, are you sure you really want this out of your life? Something to think about. totally understand you I share some of the same stumbles and vices that held me down today I am hundred percent believing so grateful for this relationship with Christ it's been the only way I've known to get free to the warrior greatness is not a product of ego but of service to live for others it requires all of who you are all of it so I've tried to explain this before. The law of sowing and reaping. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, I need to look that up to understand it better. But to live a life for others requires all of who you are. I think there's different levels of service. I mean, some people, I believe, were created to be, you know, that amazing CEOs and leaders of giant Fortune 500 companies. Some people were meant to be entrepreneurs. You know, and I think that that the people that are in those businesses that do commit to service, I think that that's amazing, and I think that they should. I think that others are called to a life of service, and I can just think back over the course of my life, and the only thing that gives me any peace at all is is serving. The reason why I haven't you know, still have not charged for training people how to do podcasts and create their own shows and, um, you know, that kind of stuff, or even the business work that I do with people. Like I, you know, I mean, I, I just feel led to give it away. I don't, I mean, I'm using a gift that God gave me to help other people. I don't know how I, why I should charge for that. And also, by being in service, because that's what I've been feel led, and it's what's been on my heart to do. God has provided in ways that I can't even begin to tell you. I just got a text, and I don't know how I don't. I've talked about this lash applicator that I have, um, that I helped develop, and we have a global patent on it. We have a deal with Alibaba and QVC. Um, just found out that. Uh, Conchita the inventor and the owner of the company she's going to be on Good Morning America and all kinds of stuff Um, I forgot Michael Strahan's got a new show coming out she's going to be showing the applicator there I mean like I'm a part of that and that's that's just amazing but I've been just blessed in ways I've been blessed with relationships and opportunities but it's all gone back to just doing what i felt led to do in my spirit and but not not everybody's called to do the same things like just because somebody else commits their life to service does not mean that you're called to do the same thing i mean i can't speak for you but i think that the warriors that this book has been referring to are the people that feel that they're called by god to fight for his kingdom which is this planet, this earth. And I think about every business deal I've set out to go do and just like all the crazy stuff that's happened. But when I've obeyed what the spirit told me to do, which was to stop doing all that and just pursue me. And I honored that and it opened doors and and, and provided in ways I just are, are supernatural. God I cannot wait to be able to share some of these stories, because I I don't want to embarrass certain people, but there's so many stories that, I mean, I I say embarrass in a good way. uh, But obeying that spirit, just it, it really, it's the only thing that gives you peace and allows you to go to that place that you're destined to be. This is why the warrior never envies greatness of others in fact it honors and admires it the life of a warrior is defined by the pursuit of greatness like it's a hard thing sometimes to not look at people and get envious hey jennifer good to see you um it's hard to not get caught up in the rat race and looking at what other people have. It's hard to scroll through social media and, you know, like say if you're a speaker, right? And and somebody gets asked to speak at an event and you're a speaker hungry to get on stage. And sometimes it's like, Oh, I'm so happy for them. But then there's that twinge of, Oh gosh, I should be on that stage or, or I should have this success. I should, it's hard not to do that. It's so hard, and it's like a self-mastery thing to just be like, that's not for me, and let it go. But it is tough. It's tough not to get competitive with people. My event's better than theirs. My product's better than yours. My MLM's better than yours. Trish says, "Um, I'm totally here for service, Chantel. What if the competition is to achieve or obtain inner contentment and gratitude for the present moment? Finding the blessing in disguise, joy in the mundane. Competition fuels separation and insecurities. Contentment offers us the opportunity to grow with clarity without competing. Only moving towards a state of wholeness and new experiences. Love you, JB. God always provides if we seek. We shall find it. Amen to that. Trish says, "I'm here for service." It's not wrong to be competitive. I, I'm going. I'm getting somewhere with this. I promise you when you are the best you don't compare yourself to others you compare yourself against the impossible i'm going to read that one more time when you are the best you don't compare yourself to others you compare yourself against the impossible jesus said anyone who wants to be first be the very last and servant of all now jesus was not trying to say to to shut down our ambitions. He was redirecting our intentions. Dadgum right, we should be ambitious. Why wouldn't you be ambitious if God gave you an amazing gift and you all have one? I'm going to keep saying it until you all believe me, until you all figure it out for yourself. You don't even have to believe me. Just start like researching it. If you, you don't know what your gift is, there's a lot of information out there. But I can tell you and I'm happy to help you discover it. Like if you message me privately, I will totally walk through this process with you. Because if you were given a gift, and I've been saying it on all of the other shows too, wouldn't you want to like tap into it? And if you knew that it could get stronger and stronger and stronger, wouldn't you want all of it? So why not go for greatness? So when Jesus said, anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and a servant of all, he wasn't telling you not to be ambitious but, and be fully ambitious with using your gifts for other people and all of the blessings and the miracles in your life will all manifest itself. That's that's truth. Jesus wasn't trying to replace greatness with servanthood. He was giving us a new definition of greatness and it was servanthood. Again, if you use your gifts for other people, if you're ambitious, you want to be strong with it, and you want to passionately, passionately give, passionately, sacrificially give to others, whether it's your gift, a helping hand, a word, wisdom, whatever it is that you have to give, passionately give it to other people. That is the ultimate service that you can do. It's not always money. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's just being there, but be in service to other people. It is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself and humanity. And I promise you, you will see God work in your life like you wouldn't believe. And this is not prosperity gospel. I'm not talking about financial gain. Yeah, you're blessed. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the greatest gift of all, and that is love. Whoever wants to become great among you must be a servant. The call to servanthood finds its only power when it is received by those who are on pursuit of greatness. I'm going to read that one more time. The call to servanthood finds its only power when it is received by those who are on pursuit of greatness. The reason why I read this twice is because I think there's a lot more going on there than just what I just said. After I had my really bad relapse, like it's, gosh, has it been 10 months now? Maybe even 11 months and I and I really—that's when I finally got to this place of surrender. Um, and that process, that story has been told. I can tell it again, but the fact—it it, like—it got me to this place of just surrender. And it dawned on me in the place of surrender that I started getting a message that I have to be fully committed. I forgot what the Bible verse is in Joshua, and I'm getting better about memory, memory, memorizing verses now, but. There's a, there's a text in Joshua that basically said to me, spoke to my brain, you got to be all in or nothing. Do you want this or not? You have something available for you that is really unique. Do you want it or not? And if you want it, you have to give me your all. You have to give me everything. That's why the bold decisions about giving up sex, that's why the bold decisions about all the, the it being alone and and isolating myself and and then all of these crazy decisions that I've made have been because that's what I was called to do. And so I want to be all in. I want to be all in because if that is what opens heaven's gates for me, if that's what allows me to to utilize my full potential, if that's what it is, then dead gum it I want that. I want all of it because I know what my life was like before. I don't want that, like the nightmare of my sexual past, my drug past, the the the, the all of it. Like I don't want that because as great as it felt in the moment, I'm not going to pretend I didn't love it. As great as it felt in the moment. The poison and the rot on my soul, looking back at it now, is not worth it. The sacrifices that I make for feeding my desires, the the the, the, the sacrifice to not give into them, in order to obey even those things, I'm going, really? Do I really have to do that? Obeying those things has just Brought me a joy and a peace that I cannot explain. And yet this feeling of a greater purpose at the same time. I don't know what that's all about, but I freaking love it. Don't compete with the best compete with the impossible. Love that. Uh, Misty, Good to see you. Feel for your brother. So glad you're on the other side of 10 months ago. Hi, Misty. Plug your book. I'm really happy for you gonna be on the show next week i think you're my last guest by the way okay the call to servanthood finds its only power when it is received by those who are in the pursuit of greatness it is not wrong to pursue greatness never confuse fame with greatness otherwise you might be aspiring to what is not Really, greatness at all. I had a girl today at the gym. It's a girl I see all the time. Um, really, like she works there. She's a really amazing person, but I know she's hurting, and hurting bad. And she picked up a book. Uh, I saw her like posted on Instagram, and I got excited when I found out she was reading *The Untethered Soul* because I thought that it would really help her, and, I, and that she was seeking. So it was like, okay, I know she's on the right track. She's getting started. But today she told me, she came up to me when I was on the treadmill and she's like, basically wasn't joking around when she was just desperate to get out of her situation and she considered selling her soul to the devil. Like I didn't really know what to do with that. But that's one of those moments is like a quick prayer. Like, okay, God, give me the, uh, <laughs> give me, I, I, I don't know what to say um but it did trigger a memory about you know people talk about the illuminati and people selling their souls uh to in the entertainment industry can't argue that it's not true um so i thought about that but i also thought that i remember seeing some of the videos of of some of the music music artists talking about they'll say in passing comment um, about selling their soul to the devil. Bob Dylan talks about it. Katy Perry talks about it. Like she wanted to be the next Amy Grant. Uh, it didn't work out. So then she sold her soul to the devil and now she's famous. Like she's on camera saying that it's um, it's real interesting. And um, you know, you can believe it's not true, but <laughs> I, I definitely believe it's true. Um, but I, I think about the price of fame that's why I brought this up I lost my train of thought for a second but the price of fame and like the, that that desire that willing to just do anything to get there I think when you put yourself first and your desires first it sets you up for things like that and I, I will tell you that look I'm not I've done some acting I've been very fortunate to be cool a part of some cool projects I could, I'm, I, I'm blessed but I I wouldn't call myself an actor, actor. I, I wouldn't disrespect them that way. But I've been around the industry now for long enough to, to see a lot of the hurt. And I've experienced you know, my own great deal of rejection. Um, I mean, I promise you that I th- apply for thousands of gigs and you may get four auditions. And then those auditions, you go and think you do a good job, and then no, you don't get picked. It's 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 tough. And like if your spiritual armor is not built up, if your armor is not built up, that rejection can hurt. There's there's a few actresses that um, that watch the show, and they'll tell you it's it's not fun. It's it's you have to be really tough and not take it personal, because in the end, it's just not it's not about you if you don't get picked. Yeah, there's some shady stuff, too. But anyway, it, it, it is hard on your spirit to get rejected and rejected and rejected and rejected or to get excited about something and then you don't get it. So the price for fame is, and I'm using the entertainment industry as the example, but it's a very self-absorbed industry. I would love to see that change. Like I would love to be a part of the change that leads in servanthood because I know I'm supposed to be in this industry. I know I'm, I'm called to work in it and, um, some of the things that we're putting together behind the scenes and the ministry, uh, thanks to some amazing people that have stepped up to help me, um, and going after that building, the Morgan camera shop. Um, but there's a lot of amazing things happening. Um, but I honestly can only say that that's possible because I live my life in life of service and God is providing the resources and the people and the team and the community that I need, um, to, to carry out this mission. And, but I, I never, ever, I said this last night, I never want it to be about me. Like I want it to be always about the people's lives that get to change. Cause there's a lot of people out there that are hurting. And it sucks, especially knowing that they don't have to hurt. So, you know, you can be live your life in service and you can absolutely, like if, if fame is a goal of yours or like, you know, you are an actor, actress, you're a musician, you're an artist, you know, you have to be famous obviously to be successful at it. But I truly believe that you can be successful by also being in service to others and not about yourself. I truly believe that. I know Manny Lopez has served your way to success. Um, you know that's a great slogan. Uh, but I think we 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 are in service to others, and we are using our gifts for other people. It really, it's what just sets everything in motion for us to go the way God wants it to go for us. And that's a good thing. Do not give up your ambition to be great. Instead, instead change your definition of what it means to be great and how greatness is achieved. If you do everything for the glory of God, There is nothing you will do where you are not going. I'm sorry, let me start over. If you do everything for the glory of God, there is nothing you will do where you are not giving it your best. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. I know some of you that are not believers have a problem with that, but Jesus did die on the cross for our sins. And and he's the ultimate example of sacrifice. And how freaking great was he? How great was he? Jesus was not only one of the greatest men to ever live, he was also the greatest servant of all time. No one served like Jesus and no one will ever face his standard of greatness. Yet, we too can be great if we will serve and walk in the way of Jesus. So when I talk about being a follower of Christ, i don't talk about being a follower of christ the way religion teaches you about being a christian that's not that's not my faith following christ's example and is not about living with rules because i think So one of the things, one of the reasons why we don't like rules is because we don't want to be told what to do. Religion tells you what to do. There's rules. I don't want to obey rules. I don't think I obey too many of them now. I don't think anyway. My point, my point is following Jesus is not listening to a bunch of rules. It's listening to the Holy Spirit inside you that's telling you and guiding you that's not in your best interest. Mm, You probably should cut that person out of your life. Mm, Maybe you shouldn't have sex with her. Maybe you should pick up the phone and call your daughter and tell you, you love her. Maybe it's reaching out to a friend to say, you know, I was just thinking about you and I want you to know I love you. Or maybe that person's not the right person for you to do business with. I know, I know there's a lot of money there for you. I know it's a lot of money, but it's not the right deal for you. Let it go. And every time you follow that, it's inside you. It's not an external rule book. It's inside you, and it doesn't lie to you. Every time you follow that, you are on the right path. It's not freaking rules. And the way that that spirit gets stronger is you spend, your time and have a relationship. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) But every time you spend time with them, you learn a little bit more. Your spirit gets a little bit stronger. You can shut up your spirit you can shut it up. You can. You guys hear me? Okay. That's twice. Maybe this streaming on 15 different platforms is not what it cut out to be, (laughs) but You can do that, you can try to make it shut up. And as I've said before, if some of you that don't have that communication inside you, maybe you're suppressing it. Maybe there's something you're supposed to give up. Maybe there's something in your life that needs to be removed. What's up, Darian, good to see you. Yeah, Um, thanks, Patrick, for coming by. It's about relationship with Jesus, not religion. You're right. We need rules. If we don't obey some rules, we can't tell our children to obey either. But, okay, I'm going to have this argument. Half the stuff that we're telling our children not to do is dumb anyway. We don't let our kids live. Or we just give them a phone to play with. We have too many rules. The rules that they have in school are ridiculous. It doesn't... We all don't learn the same. That's one That's one of the best examples I can give you about why school just needs to change, but the way we parents gotta change too. You know, sometimes it's it, it like, I don't know. I mean, I, and I'm not, not a parenting expert by any means, but there's a way to work in relationship with somebody. And yes, there's some foundational stuff that needs to be set up, I guarantee you, but I'm telling you, the, 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 the ultimate guiding force, the best thing in the world for you to follow is the spirit inside you. That was the only point of that. So if you want rules, Darian, that's great. I mean, obviously, there's got to be some things. But this restrictive mindset that we have with people, with religion, it's about control. And it takes away from the relationship that it's meant to be. Holy Spirit speaks to it. Yeah, he's the spirit of truth. It's the only thing that's true. Oh, boundaries. Yes, of course we need boundaries. I thought you meant religious rules. It's like, that's not the Darien I know. I thought you were smoking crack or something. All right, listen. So I'd love to know your feedback on this. Um, you know, I, I, though, I guess why I felt led to talk about it is because. So many of us are struggling right now, and we're struggling for a breakthrough. We're struggling for, um, you know, just, I don't know, we're just struggling. Typically, it's struggling for a breakthrough. And a lot of the, the calls I get from people and, and, and messages I get, when I hear them talk about their struggles, what they're not talking about, what I hear them talking a lot about is them. And the idea of service is like, well, I don't have any money to serve. That's not an excuse not to serve. But I think the mindset has been internalized quite a bit, meaning like it's we, we're looking at me. I'm focusing inward instead of out. And I think that's why a lot of us get stuck. And then back to one of the original points that I brought up was that when God's not going to give you anything you can't handle. That's not just bad stuff. Like in other words, what we perceive as bad. It's, it's that million dollars that we're asking for, the get out of debt or the, you know I mean? Getting out of debt, I think is a good thing, but I'm saying like this, we're, we're praying for the big monster house or the, the big job as CEO. If you're not ready for it, God's not gonna handle it. And I think a good test of that is look around you, look in your bathroom. Look in your room, look in your house. Like, how are you? Are you being a good steward of what you have now? What's up, Tony? Good to see you. Like, are you being a good steward with what you have now? Are you taking care of your health? Are you caring for your home, your clothes, your car? Is like, is your car a messy? I remember my first ex wife. His mom told me that I needed to clean out my garage or my car. I forgot what it was. And she said that she, she pointed this picture for me about like how you take care of one thing is how you take care of everything. And it's a reflection about how you feel about yourself on the inside. So I ask you, what's your car look like? The inside of it. And here's the thing. Even if you have a piece of crap beat up car, as you would call it, and that's your attitude about like this is a piece of crap car, and then you got fast food wrappers all on the seat, some cigarette stuff, maybe some weed, like, you know, the fell between the seats, some sweet and sour sauce, some, you know, just trash. It's all in the car. And yet you're praying every day for a new car, God, give me a new car. I need a new car. I need a good, you know. God's not gonna give you what you, you, you can't handle. And if you can't handle what you have being and it's something that you're not even, even grateful for and appreciating, do you think you're gonna really get more? Do you think you're really going to be a good steward of what you have? I know I have to keep asking myself, like when I saw that video last night, I, when I woke up this morning, I was like looking around, I go, crap, what, can I, what am I gonna clean? Because I don't feel that way on the inside, but you know what? You crap's a mess, that's how you feel. Thought that was really interesting. You just cleaned your vehicle yesterday. I'm not judging anyone, by the way. I don't even drive, I have Uber. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I use Uber. So I'm not I'm not trashing anybody, I'm not making fun of anybody, but that is a good like that's a good opportunity for you to get honest with yourself about how you feel about yourself. I just cleaned my vehicle yesterday, it'd been three months, and it felt amazing to clear the stagnation of energy and clutter. Yes. Just, Just stewardship is so important to God. He will never promote you to bigger and better until you manage the small things correctly. That's so true. I didn't make anyone mad, did I? Uh, (laughs) The institution are there for control, not freedom, yep. Um, So anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, Thank you to the, hold on, I gotta see, shout out the other platforms here. Periscope, what's up? Smash, Smashcast. Good up, Facebook, what's up? And I guess that's it. Okay, I'm not live on the other ones yet. I got to figure this out. I found, I found a new software, and I started playing around with Restream. And uh, anyway, I'm having fun. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your shares. All of the comments and the interaction, God bless you guys. Thank you so much, and uh, have a good night.